It's kind of weird not having anybody here. Kind of, yeah. It's, so uh, it's just you and me. <laughs> it's kind of romantic, you know? Parents' night out. I'm uh, getting we had laid. To, <laughs> we had to find ourselves again, you know? Yeah. It's, it's been all about other people. And you know what? It's like, uh, no. <laughs> no. I'm not saying. Are you, are you getting gunshot because we're videoing now? Yes. And I know <laughs> it would make a really funny TikTok clip, but I'm not saying it. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Off the Beaten Clef. We are in week four of Metal March Through the Decades. We're doing the 2010s. Mm-hmm. So let's Sad get to see it, it go. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we beefed that up. <laughs> we We're not re-recording it. We're just going to leave it like that. Are we? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Okay. All right. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> so here we are, guys. Uh, we are doing Metal March Through the Decades. We are covering, we are covering metal from the 2010s. Um, I did it 2010 to 2019, but I know um, really it didn't matter if we did 2020, 21, and 22 just because this is the last week. So kind of there's only three years, you know. There was no harm in, in throwing one in, and I know you did, which is okay yeah, because I did, it's one sure. of my favorite picks. So, uh, oh, sweet. How how you been feeling about this month, Kev? Um, I, like I said in the botched intro, I'm sad to see it go. <laughs> I am too. Uh, I've been really enjoying it. I think I've talked about I know before in this month that you know I kind of fell out of love with metal for a while, so it was good to get back into it and uh, discover that it wasn't all bad. I was just looking in the wrong places for a long time, so. What, what years um, were those that you fell out I mean, of love? Literally the 2010s, like like after college, um, I just started listening to other stuff because I was dissatisfied with metal that was out. And yeah, I just was looking in the wrong places. So Yeah, absolutely. This is when my, my flame for metal really fanned into, you know, it's almost exclusively what I work out to. And I know I'm going to discuss that quite a bit when we when we talk about my picks but i there's nothing better than just working out to metal it just like it there's nothing that makes you feel like more manly or like gets the testosterone flowing quite like metal so uh i love it for that and i it's it's been like the metronome to my workouts and my uh fitness journey i guess not that i'm like the the peak of health but it is what if I put on a good playlist, it, it keeps me in there another 20 minutes when I could have yeah. just faded out and finished up. I, it gives you that, that next push that you need. So, Yeah, um, for sure. You want to talk about audience submissions? I'll let you go yeah, first. Let's get her started. Um, do you have emails pulled up? I think both Ben and Louie had their... Yeah. I can pull them up too. Um, but anyway, I'll start with my older brother, Jason, um, who's been a mainstay this month. Um, he picked Kiss the Go-Go by Ghost, um, which is great because I Ghost is a recent discovery for me, uh, and they're so they're interesting, uh, especially like this song. They're, they're 
they sound like hard rock from the 60s essentially but there's just something about them that makes them seem very metal and i don't know what it is it's probably because their their lead singer dresses like a, a ghost pope um and just their whole general vibe is just very kind of creepy um with like the just that kind of really cool 60s hard rock feel to it um i don't know i love ghost i'm obsessed with them currently um and uh just don't come into it thinking you're gonna get like super heavy metal because you're not but just it's i think it's more of a feeling from from them than it is like the actual sonic experience yeah i think the vocalist at times kind of has like a metal twang to his Mm -hmm. his delivery but really it almost sounds like the killers or um like 80 the 80s metal we were listening to uh, a few weeks ago it it was really cool and uh they're grammy winning this is a Grammy award winning uh, band. And I had a lot of fun because I was like, maybe this is like an older track and they, they got harder. No, they, they were fine. Their sound, they had an album come out this year and I was really vibing to it earlier. So uh, it yeah, was, their new album, big. their new album kicks ass. I love it, dude. Um, so yeah, if you were looking for something a little different, if you're tired of all the, the, the heaviness that we're about to get into, uh, give Ghost a shot because they're they kick ass. It's it's oddly Honor. refreshing with everything else we have on here for sure. Yeah. Um, um, second pick is Prayer Position by Periphery, which is a Louis Curran pick. Um, I got his email pulled up. It says it's titled "The Final Countdown." Uh, it's been a wild ride, but we finally have reached the last decade. And these decisions have not become any easier. So many bands being left on the cutting room floor, but the only the best can make it. My submission this week is Prayer Position by Periphery. Periphery has risen to the highest echelon of prog metal in the last decade, and no list is complete without them. This song grooves hard, and every member brings their A-game, including all three guitarists. Um, and then we've got Song of the Show from him later. Um, yep. Uh, I know why you guys <coughs> both like this. It sounds very yeah. similar to Ginger, in my opinion, but that yeah. at the yeah. very at like uh, three quarters through the way, I was like, "Oh God, that's so so tasty." Yeah, yeah, it's sexual, dude. Um, yeah, and I, I, I it, this this whole thing is just instrumental masturbation, and I, you know, I'm an Ingwe Momstein fan, so you know, I like that. So, um, yeah, man, it's uh, if you wanted Prague, here you go. This is this is as good as it gets. So. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, great pick. Like I almost picked a periphery song, um, but I just wasn't as familiar with them and I didn't want to feel fake about it. Um, so I'm glad Louie did. Um, yeah, I'll move on to Ben's pick. I got his email pulled up here. Um, both of them wrote longer emails this, this, this week. Um, I think everybody's kind of feeling, feeling the loss of metal March here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Ben, uh, younger brother, Ben, uh, metal March is, oh, it's, it's titled. Does it have to be over? It does. It does. Time time marches on, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, middle March has been a grand old affair, boys. Uh, sad to see it go, but can't wait for the next adventure. Uh, my pick for the teens is Buried Alive by Avenged Sevenfold. The song might might take four minutes to really start, but boy oh boy, does it does patience pay off in this one. Uh, the second chugs the second the chug starts, you're assaulted with a whole new brand of heavy with epic guitar work and oppressive vocals. Flipping a ballad on its head like that is a rare talent, and it makes Buried Alive better with every listen. Uh, shout out to Rev, RIP. He died uh, right after writing all the drum tracks to Nightmare. Uh, the band pressed on with the album as a tribute, producing what I consider their last great work. Uh, Nightmare is heavy on a different level, with immediate personal tragedy coloring every note and bar. Everybody knows Avenged from the radio in the 2000s, but what they don't know 
is Rev sold the sound. So um, quite a quite a a bit there from Ben. But yeah, it's you know fitting. Uh, that backstory is cool too. Um, again, just you know, I, I expected Ben to pick an Avenged Sevenfold song, and he did. Um, and he picked a ballad, which doesn't surprise me either. Um, but the end of the song is incredible. I love you know. Um, get your fucking hands off me like that shit um and then the end of it is it's just really good avengers has always been really good um instrumentally um they just always leave me wanting a little more and i'll get into that a little bit later but yeah yeah that i i I saw his email and i i read his messages earlier talking about um making sure we we got to the the end of it and at first i was like oh you know like four minutes in and i'm like still kind of waiting and then it explodes and i really thought it was a really cool payoff to to get something like that um from a track i wasn't really expecting i thought it was just gonna be a a sad ballad especially reading the email and that hearing that the last half of the song really kick up is awesome so i i really enjoyed his pick and i know he wants me to get into avenge and i might get there but you know maybe maybe next metal march (laughs) <laughs> maybe next year but <laughs> um yeah so uh thanks everybody for submitting again um oh does zoe has one too last second last second here uh hers is just a song on the show so we can go oh, okay later. never mind um so it's your week do you want to go first who do you want to go first um you know what i'll go first let's, okay let's just do it um mine is so what by while she sleeps um it's I realized after we did like the the decades and listening to all my picks and things that I really wanted on the playlist, I kind of just enjoy the same sound, just progressing in each decade. And yeah, you um, do. <laughs> while she sleeps has that same sound uh, that we've heard from from Snot, uh, from from Slipknot. A lot of the <coughs> sorry, a lot of the picks I've made are in the same vein. And it's just got that raw emotion coming through. I feel like the screamers are always emoting more than they are, like trying to be dark and menacing. And um, they do it while she sleeps. I always was a huge fan of the album before, um, but this one just it's it's been in my rotation for as long as it's been out. I think it came out in 2019, and I've burnt the wheels off of it. And uh, I think so. What it's just like so dynamic. The rest of the songs are pretty straightforward, but this one is is dynamic, and I like it for that. Um, it makes you think that it's going to be like a, almost like a hip hoppy track, and then it comes in with the the guttural screams and uh, the gang vocals. Like all of it is just like to it, it put it on a T for me. Uh, so it was yeah. a really easy pick, and uh, this is like I said, it's been on my heavy rotation, but it's also been one of my staples for workout playlists. This and the bear tooth pick. So what you got? Yeah, sure. Uh, no, man, I was worried about this for the first 25 seconds. I'm not going to lie to you. It's like, oh, man, here we go. And then um, there's this incredible, I don't even know what it is, but it's some sort of squealing riff that comes in. Um, then there's like really like, I don't, I don't know what else to call them other than power drums. Um, and it just kicked me right in the nuts forever doubting it, to be honest with you. Um, I, 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 I'm going to be honest, like this is my favorite playlist top to bottom that we've done this month like by it's not even close um i think we both killed our picks um but yeah man i think just you know the the i never realized and i don't know why anybody else didn't realize it sooner that pump punk sensibilities work really well with like metal instrumentals like 
the the really the driving beat that like you get in like pop punk the gang vocals you were just talking about uh, and I, i'm shocked nobody figured it out in like the 80s or 90s and i'm sure some people did but like it just it just works i think it you, people I, needed to like go through the evolution of things i think that's the appeal of of new metal like the things that still work for new metal was those kind of driving forces mm -hmm. yeah i agree i think it's just that's what i think that's why i think i love metal so much too is it takes influences from everywhere dude like classical blues uh rockabilly punk uh, even some pop, it's like, it's, it's, it's all over the fucking place. And I, every bit of it is good. I, I, there's a lot of electro stuff. I mean, it's, it's crazy. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, great, great, great first pick for you. And I was, I was, I wasn't sure what you were going to pick here. Cause I don't know. I guess I really never really dug into what your type of metal is. I just really am very sure of what my type of metal is. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I think, um, uh, especially last week, you could kind of guess the metal core stuff, but yeah, since then, getting out of metalcore was it was. There's so much different stuff, and it kind of mm -hmm. all stems from that that family tree. So, yeah, what you got um, for your first pick? First pick, "Raise Your Horns" by Amon Amarth. Um, Amon Amarth always kind of sneaks into my rotation whenever I get into like a metal mood, and um, you know, they're one of the many Viking like Viking metal bands that I listen to. I don't know if it's the actual genre, but they all pretend to be historical figures and vikings and do like finished folk shit um and it's just really cool to me man um this track is simple um it's heavy it's about being a viking what, what else do you need it's raise your horns there's no subtext here um it's just good it's like the evolution it's like a sub genre of power metal kind of it's not power metal because it's not operatic and symphonic but um it's still super nerdy so um yeah, I fucking love it, man. I, I I've talked about it ad nauseum. Just I love just the dorkiest shit possible. And this is top tier dorky. I fucking love it. Um, yeah. <laughs> just pass me the pass me my drinking horn and get me the darkest mead. We're gonna conquer this motherfucker. And I, <laughs> dude, yeah, I was having so much fun with this song, um, because it is almost like Irish punk, except it's like they went farther back. Um, so yeah, right. I, thought, I thought it was really fun. Uh, I wasn't crazy about the vocalist. I thought at times he left us wanting more, but he sure. he fit the 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 vibe they were going for. So it, it wasn't that offensive. Yeah. yeah, this song isn't gonna blow your socks off by any means. It's not. It's not like the typical prog shit I bring to these playlists. It's just good. It's just good metal. It's middle of the road, and I love it for it. You still want to listen to it on the way to like uh, like the uh, Renaissance Festival. <laughs> sure sure uh so you ready for my second pick i'm ready dude breathless by asking alexandria um asking alexandria i easily could have put them in the last the last decade because that's when they were really huge but when i really got into them was this album uh reckless and relentless and uh i have a funny story about it real quick uh i bought the cd at hot at either Hot Topic or FYE, whichever one, at uh, one of the malls near us. And when I bought it and I got in the car, I was with my ex at, or my girlfriend at the time and uh, her family, and they were like, oh, you bought a CD? Let's throw it in. And I was like, no, <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. And um, they're like, no, no, come on. We like rock music. And I'm like, ah, it's not really rock. Like, it's 
I didn't know what to say, so I was like, all right, whatever. So I take the plastic off, I put the CD in, and um, there's like a little like intro, like a talking intro, and then it like takes a deep breath, and he just immediately starts screaming. And they made it probably <laughs> 30 seconds in, and they uh, they turned it back to the radio, and they were like, yeah, that's really not like her cup of tea. I was like, ah, man, I... I should have just been. <laughs> I should have just put my foot down and been like, "No, we shouldn't listen to this." But I, no, I kind of wanted to see the reaction. You got to open hearts and minds, and it's you can't. You never know unless you take that leap of faith. You know. Yeah. And you know, you tried it, and they didn't like it, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. At least now they know for sure. Yeah, and that, uh, this album like really set my world on fire for asking Alexandria. I was kind of mad about them. Cause uh, I I think everyone's seen the trend where the oh my god, it's like a TikTok trend. That's asking Alexandria, and it's like it was kind of like dorky and not in a good way. Um, mm-hmm. But this felt more rock and roll. This felt like it had something to say. And Breathless is just it's hard as hell. Yeah, that's for sure. I like I, I when I listened to it, I was like, "Fuck, Dill, Dill's tired of me taking this super heavy spotlight." So he, he fucking brought the heat this week. Um, but yeah, man, this is uh, this is the shit I need. This is what I was talking about in the, my intro here. Is like this is the kind of stuff that I needed when I was falling out of love because it's like this isn't necessarily like 100 percent my cup of tea, but um, it would have kept like my love pumping. Um, it's like the perfect amount of heaviness and lightness in this song. Um, I think like the 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 vocals give it that quality for sure. Um, but we also get a fucking like super gutter, like, Ooh, like right before a fucking breakdown right at the end. And it sets up one of the coolest last two minutes of a song I've heard in a long time. It's fucking awesome, man. Um, it, it, it blew me away when I started listening to, cause I was listening to my picks before you got yours in. And then I, once I started listening to full playlists and I got to your show, I was like, Oh fuck. Okay. Until right, bring, bring the fucking heat, bud um yeah it's 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 just a fucking brutal song i love it yeah thank you yeah you're welcome i actually have a similar (laughs) you're welcome for my approval dill i know it's all you crave and i know you you don't sleep at night unless i pat you on the head well i i also make picks and i'm like i i kind of want to push you like i don't know if you're really gonna enjoy this but when you do i'm like oh i guess you know we we've been doing this for a while and it still catches me by surprise what you actually enjoy so yeah, I'm the, I'm the same. Yeah, way. yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, no, I have a similar story to that asking Alexandria story. It's um, the first time I bought a CD with like my own money, I guess. Um, it was the Marshall Mathers LP, um, and we were out with my family, and they're like, "Oh, hey, you know, put on your new CD. Don't you want to listen to them?" Like, mm, no, <laughs> no, I sure don't. Um, and then I bet, like, just like you, I eventually got coerced into putting it in the the CD player and. I'm not sure what my parents thought about it, but I don't think they hated it. But I don't know if they necessarily wanted however old I was to be listening to fucking Ken Kniff skits and shit like that. So yeah, um, yeah, both I are think like that, shocking. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's like I don't know. I couldn't have picked any worse album from that year probably to play for my parents <laughs> <laughs> on a family trip to Best Buy and, and fucking Fazoli's. <laughs> Fazoli's incredible yeah uh so what you got for your second pick second pick i don't know why i said that that way uh teacher teacher by ginger um i I, full disclosure i told i warned bill right away um when we were getting to this week like there's gonna be ginger and gojira on my list because 
they're the best. And they have been for a while now. Um, at least in my 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 heart of hearts, that's what I believe. Um, but yeah, this is I think this is the first track every real ginger fan like heard back in the day. Um, it's one of their earliest like big hits that I can think of. Um, but it's crazy, honestly, listening back to it, how to hear how much they've grown. I think there's a bunch of different band members now, but specifically Tatiana's vocals are much, she's just refined. It's not that they're bad in this. It's just, she's a much better clean singer now. And I think she's a much better growler too. Um, but I fucking still love this track. I, I've listened to it a ton this week. Um, I don't know, man. It's just, there's something really cool about, I don't know, just Tatiana, I think is super special. She's one of the, like a rare vocalist that I don't think we'll see for a long time, anything like her. Um, and this is every former Catholic girl who turned evil's anthem. It's, you know, talking about like, it's basically getting punished by a nun at a Catholic school and just saying, you know, don't let the teachers fool you because the teachers might be fools too. Um, it's, it's pretty emo, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, I just fucking love it, man. It's every, every, there's just something, I don't know. I think I watched an interview with Tatiana where she talked about how she writes her songs. Um, and it's interesting because she doesn't have any input on like the instrumentals that goes into it. They like record all the instrumentals and she just writes, she writes poetry in whatever language she speaks. I don't remember what it is. They're from um, the Ukraine. So I don't know if she speaks Russian or whatever she speaks. Um, but she writes them in Russian and then translates it into English. She writes poetry and then they become like better song lyrics in English. I don't know. It's cool. Whatever she does, she's fucking awesome. Um, and I will listen to Tati and Ginger for as long as they are making music. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's cool. The same way we did the, uh, the Gojira song uh, last week, which is kind of cool to hear, especially a very recent album and then hear something so far back. It's, it's one of my favorite things about music is like when you get in, in the late stages, like, um, I got in on Blink right around the time they were breaking up. Um, I think, no, well, it, it was close enough. You know, there was a couple years where I got to see them be active and then they broke up and then I wanted to work my way backwards. And uh, the fact that we've got to do this for the last couple of weeks has made me really happy. Um, but the evolution of Ginger, Tati sounds so young. And I think yeah. that, that kind of also makes it even more impressive when she gets to her screams, because her screams are not what make her sound young. It's her clean. Um, mm -hmm. The the screams have always been refined, and it's it's really impressive. Um, the song feels ginormous, and I guess the getting some context with the lyrics uh, that that makes a lot of sense. You know, you have to to go against the church. Pretty much in any country is a huge huge thing, and you need like ginormous ginormous instruments and and vocals to like be behind that if you're gonna you know start a war so um <laughs> yeah i mean i mean when she fucking because she goes like the first part where she really screams in this song it's the the smacking 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 this evil child or whatever the fuck she does and it's 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 so weird because it's such a big flip it's not as big as a flip anymore because i think she knows how to control her cleans with her um her screams so they flip them more naturally now but it, it it sounds really cool it sounds really raw so yeah which fits the 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 timbre of the song so yeah very cool um and the, the reprisal at the end is so fucking cool i thought you think the song's over and then it brings it back one more time and it's like whatever you got left you you put it into yeah. the song and i i was really into it so uh yeah awesome pick thank you 
I mean, it, it, I, it was a safe pick, really. Yeah, well, yeah, sure. It's a safe pick because they're the best. But, you know, I'm not going to make a list about the 2010s medal without Ginger. So, right. <laughs> especially when that's when they started. So, yeah, and that, that's kind of how I feel about my next pick. There's no 2010s medal without Beartooth for me. Uh, my my third pick is Fire by, uh, by Beartooth. And they've just kind of been their own brand of metal. I was always a huge fan of Caleb Shomo, especially in Attack Attack when he was in the late stages of Attack Attack where he was sole creator. And we kind of got to hear that sound where um, I think the last album of Attack Attack you would really enjoy because it's Caleb kind of doing metal, but not like the punk metal that he does now. And um, when Beartooth first came to the scene, I was like, I don't know, I don't know. And then I worked at Red Bull and there's Red Bull record. They they're on Red Bull records. So you can't go into um, any distribution center, anything without seeing Beartooth on the front cover of any Red Bull magazine. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go home and listen to him. And it's just like rock and roll, metal, punk. It's just like everything I enjoy about music. Beartooth just encapsulates that. And um, he's always been really honest about his like feelings of self-loathing and stuff. And um, we'll talk about that a little bit more later with my song on the show. But I, he's just like an open book and he's not afraid to just like eviscerate himself and put it all out there for you um he's got great hook sensibilities um sink a little lower get a little higher finger on the trigger screaming ready aim fire dude how's that not already been a song that's so fucking that's so sick yeah that's good that's just good writing and you know we appreciate clever writing around these parts so um uh, i don't know why i said it that way round but, uh, round, yeah. hair, round hair round around these fucking parts here we like some cleverness um but yeah, no, uh, Beartooth has been a mainstay on my Discover Weekly since we covered their EP last year. Um, it wasn't from last year, but it was we did an EP of theirs from last year. Um, or we, <laughs> whatever, yeah, was, you know, the fuck that was two years ago. It wasn't? That was 2020, I want to say. Oh, fuck. Time flies when you're having fun, Dill, yeah, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's another band I'm upset I didn't know about earlier because their shit's fucking hard. Like, I, I, I didn't expect it. Um, Cause I think you warned me before, cause we did like an acoustic EP. Right. Um, but then like I started listening to them even a little bit more after that. I was like, Oh shit, no, there's some, there's some fucking meat here and I'd like to sink my teeth into it. Um, but yeah, um, my main feeling, and this is where I'm going to get into my Avenged Sevenfold part, but this is what Avenged Sevenfold wishes they were. Um, this is like them fully realized. Um, and I don't hate Avenged Sevenfold. I don't want people to think that. Like, it's my biggest thing with Ben. He's, he thinks I hate Avenged Sevenfold. I don't. I just wanted more from them. It's the same way I feel about Coheed and Cambria. It's like they made some really good shit, and they were capable of doing really good shit. They just didn't all the time, which is annoying. Um, but yeah, no, Beartooth, like, filled that hole that Avenged Sevenfold left in my heart um, with just, like, a really fucking cool sound. And it's just, it like, it's... Again, it's it's kind of this the same thing I said about your last pick. It's it's really fucking heavy, but there's a certain lightness to it that keeps you grounded almost. Um, it doesn't like bury you in this deep dark hole with the shit that I listen to a lot of the time. I just kind of it's it's very it's like I don't know it's it, it's it's refreshing almost because I for the longest time I thought metal had to be buried in the muck and it doesn't have to be so. Um, yeah, man, I fucking I, I I need to listen to more Beartooth. I, like I said, I listen to them every time they pop up on my my Discover Weekly, um, but I've never really done a deep dive. So yeah, hopefully with I was, when it comes to ahead, like uh, like studio albums, he does it all, which is 
having that kind of creative control and being able to like see your vision come through like that is crazy. Being able yeah. to sing, scream, drum, guitar, like all of it, it it's awesome. And then he has like two yeah. remembers. members. So it's really just, you know, the Caleb Shomo show. So Yeah, I mean if you can resonate something, you might as well resonate it, right? Yeah. If you've got the talent to do it. Um nothing nothing wrong with that. Um I feel like we're flying through this. Well, we're at thirty minutes. We're what <laughs> yeah. yeah jesus christ uh okay well i won't waste any more time let's fucking let's get these listeners out of here huh <laughs> um so my fourth pick is the abysmal eye by mashuga uh this is this is the no, no you're, you're on uh oh i'm on three so that's my fourth pick little spoiler there yeah uh <laughs> i think is how you say that um that's poor french i think it means the savage child um by gojira um this is the title track from this album, um, obviously of the same name. Um, but yeah, Gilgira Goes Gent is essentially the 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 theme of this song and this whole album, really. Uh, they decided just to be super heavy and not really into the prog stuff so much. I mean, it's a little bit there. They do their pick scrapes and stuff still, which is like their sound, essentially. Um but I, I miss I miss a lot of that, but I really wanted to do something from this album because it's it's one of the ones I listen to the least, but there's some good stuff there. Um I, I went I went last time I did a Gojira deep dive. I I listened through this album, I was like I don't I kind of miss the weirdness a little bit. But then I got to I like I love this song, and then there's a song later that I almost put on, but it's it was like seven minutes long and it doesn't really get good until like minute five. So um it's it's fine. It's just kind of an average metal track. But then there's it's called the mouth of Kala. Um and there the breakdown in the mouth of Kala is I nearly wrecked my car the first time I listened to it because I was like <laughs> it just fucking blew my dick off dude. It's so fucking heavy. And again, it's one of the, again, I'm, it's not this song, but I want to talk about Mouth of Kala too, um, because it's a good Jira thing. They're really, really good at just letting their heavy notes resonate and kind of just like f- fill your body with just heaviness. It's the same thing like the Heaviest Matter of the Universe did last week. It's the same thing they kind of do here in this song. Um, just Gojira has a knack for making you feel crushed, um, but also being really happy about it. It's imagine it's what I imagine guys that have crushing fetishes feel like. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, not it's, you. No, it's, <laughs> not, no, it's a, please, definitely not me. That's something I would never get into. I definitely don't want to be stepped on. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's just straight up metal, man. And I think I think every metal band deserves to have a straight up metal, yeah, album. And so it doesn't mean it's less good. It just means it's different. Yeah. Um, First things first, we got to talk about that. I thought that it said infant sausage. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what in the hell? You know, metal can get weird, but infant sausage, I was very perplexed. And I just can't read. I mean, there's there's a band called Infant Annihilator. So, yeah. (laughs) How how far off is infant sausage? Yeah, it's not far off. (laughs) But I didn't think this sounded like Gojira at all. It kind of surprised me. There's almost even... It almost sounds more like alternative leaning at times, but um, it doesn't stop it from getting like dark. And uh, there's almost speed metal towards the end. Uh, I think around the 2.30 mark, it becomes a completely different song. And there is a double kick in there that just like blew my mind. And uh, 
Yeah, the, this was kind of eye-opening because I liked the Gojira album. I liked the pick you had last week. But this one was the first one was like, okay, this is kind of my speed. And it makes me want to go uh, check out the album. So, Yeah, um, you might actually really dig this album then. Because if this is your speed of Gojira, then... Um, yeah, definitely give this album a listen because it's 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 really more just straightforward, um, not not as proggy. Um, yeah, yeah. I I've been building a playlist based off of things that I enjoyed from our playlists over the week, so uh, it's made for a really cool like workout playlist. And this made made the list, so love it. That always makes me happy. I love that you're getting shredded to my pick still. Yeah, well, not getting hey, shredded, hey. but just hey, a- no, don't hey. It's abs before thirty year, man. It's you got to get those abs. <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah if i ever shake this little cough i got um so my fourth pick break free by hundredth um in recent years hundredth has kind of taken the bring me the horizon approach and they've gone kind of softer and it's not a bad thing but it's um you know like we've always said go go make your money but it doesn't always mean that i'm gonna jo- join join you for the ride but there was a time in like the mid 2010s where they were metal as hell and i'm not sure what brand of metal this necessarily is because they were signed to like hopeless records with a lot of alternative bands and it just never seemed like they fit into the world that they were in um but break free from your misery like this makes me want to put my hand through drywall um it almost reminds me of like what you would hear in a street fight scene in a movie in like downtown boston if there was like a brawl or something um, or like a serial killer who just wants to like bare knuckle beat people up and kill people. Um, and I only say that because I've been watching criminal minds and it gets pretty violent with that kind of stuff. And I was like, dang, I almost want to put, uh, <laughs> I want to like take this clip and put break free by hundredth over it and see if it works. Cause I'm sure it will. I'm sure it does. Um, yeah, man, I, I kept waiting and waiting and waiting for a clean vocal in this song. It just never happens. But this track is begging for a clean vocal at some point. There's so many parts where you could put in a clean vocal and it would sound cool, but it never does. And I love it. I think it's, I think it's, I I don't know. I think when you, anytime you subvert expectations and it works like this, um, I'm going to love it. It doesn't really matter the genre or whatever. Um, I'm just always going to enjoy having my fucking balls teased. (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> eventually i'm going to get the payoff whether they want me to or not um but yeah no they, these boys are fucking angry and you're going to feel that whether you want to or not and i think there's something like there's something um brave in that kind of songwriting where you know you you could i'm sure they felt it too like like hey we could use a clean i don't know if they have a clean vocalist or they do clean vocals but um just it, it might someone, be by like be like ollie where he just eventually found a way to to do clean vocals instead of screaming yeah uh whatever it is i'm glad they didn't do it um even though i was heavily expecting it and uh this is what good modern new metal should sound like um there's a lot of new metal touches in here um a lot of the like the the rhythms and stuff are very new metal inspired um and I'm, i'm glad that the genre i don't know what this genre is either um but i'm glad to know that some new metal survived like some of the good stuff from new metal survived not the you know dick licking fred durst new new metal the like mud vein uh corn new metal survived yeah <laughs> so um yeah man i i loved i've never heard of this band this is the only band on your your track list that i hadn't heard anything from so 
I was excited to dig in. Yeah, uh, I think uh, "Free" is the name of that album, and in recent years, it's it's wild. I I almost want you to listen to one of their recent songs and be like, "This is not the same band." It's like a band yeah. that took over the the name or something. But yeah, uh, let's get into your fourth pick, eh? Yeah, the one I teased earlier. That's uh, getting the listeners to stick around, you know, old old trick of showbiz, uh, the abysmal eye by Mashuga. Um, I talked about it last week with my song of the show. Um, Mashuga means, I think, insanity or insane in Yiddish, um, which is interesting just because it's interesting. No other reason than it is interesting. Um, <laughs> but this is like full disclosure. This is the beginning of my Mashuga deep dive. I, I think I'm finally ready to dive into a band I was very, very scared of for a long time. Um, it, it, and Thomas Hockey, Haka, I believe is how you say his name. I don't really know. Um, He's a god. He's an absolute god on drums. Um, I don't know how he does it. It's it's and it's it's silly to say that a band revolves around a drummer, but it, this one does, and is especially does um, because in, in this one again, it's I don't know if it's a polyrhythm or not, but the band is playing with the kicks, but there's something else happening up top, and I just don't know how you play drums that way. Just playing straight up drums can, would confuse me. I can't. I'm not. I can't pat my head and rub my stomach. You know what I mean? Um, so the, the fact that this guy can do four different things with four different limbs is just, it's, it's wonderful to listen to for me. Um, but yeah. Um, I almost thought they were like drum fills, but that, yeah. that would be crazy if, if he is doing something while keeping a beat. Like I just thought like he was moving that fast that like he could throw a fill in somewhere and uh, whoa. Yeah, I don't I don't know what it is, but this dude's fucking awesome. Um but yeah, I mean like you can hear the way the band kind of responds to him, especially in the instrumentals that come in, in the middle of this track. Um it's incredibly haunting and like it sounds like the mind of a clinically insane person. It doesn't sound like it should make sense, but when you really start to dig into it, you can kind of see the brilliance in it. Um it's it's very, very because that's why I was scared of him at first. It's like, this fucking sucks. Like, this doesn't make any sense musically. But I just wasn't listening correctly. Like, it's, it, Meshuga blows my mind. And I fucking, they might, I might have a new favorite band shortly for, a, you know, a band that's been out since like the late 80s. I'm just now finally getting into them. So I can't fucking wait. Yeah, I, th- I think you're you're 100% right about the drummer. He he keeps it interesting um, because there, there are times this song almost felt monotonous or like, I don't know. I don't want to use the word mundane, but like you felt like we were kind of repeating, repeating ourselves. Um, if that drummer wasn't like going the fuck off, uh, it it would, it would be a completely different song. And, um, it gives that feeling of an ease the entire song. So I think you're right. Like clinically insane where like at any moment they could just snap. That's what this song gives you the feeling of. And, um, don't listen to it in your house alone for sure at night because it will give you the creeps. <laughs> yeah, I think I think like the guitars are almost the metronome in this track. Which is weird to say, but I feel like the lead guitar is just the metronome. So that's I think that's why it feels repetitive and that's just something that turned me off of it as well. It's like this is just the same shit over and over again. It's just yeah. kind of noise, but I if you really if, I think this song this it's not obvious, but this band revolves around the rhythm section. Like the rhythm section is the lead guitar and it just kind of flips the concept on its head. It's crazy. Yeah. Very cool. And, uh, it, 
If you get down in that hole for Meshuggah, I'll go down there with you. I'm already did. I'm already in it, dude. I've been listening to him all day. I've been. Uh, I took off work a little early today, so I've just been fucking listening to music literally all day. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> so my fifth pick, my fifth yes. and last pick. Um, actually, threw a uh, an an alt at the very. I don't want to say the last second, but we're recording a little bit quicker than we normally do, um, and. I picked Identity by August Burns Red. I initially had Hands Like Houses in there, and I thought it was a cool and different song because it was a little bit lighter. But after we I talked like about, this one better. Yeah. I, I, after yeah. we talked about August Burns Red last week, and I'd made mention of those August Burns Red lyrics that like stop me with the bar on my chest, this is that song because this song just like it gets me to my core, and I don't know why. It's not even like something I can completely relate to but i was like just the way he says it makes me like want to join his army whatever his cause is i'm behind him 100 percent. you know what i mean just like right jim jones style you, you want to go down to south america i'm with you buddy i'll be your number two um stop living in denial stop living the lie i thought blood was thicker than water you think i'm wrong but i've never felt better um fucking dope that's probably one of my favorite metal lyrics of all time, just because, I don't know, it just struck me, and the way he delivers it is even better. Um, but after he says that, we get the grooviest bass section, and then this instrumental break, and it's like one of my favorite sounds in the world. And it, there's a reason I've probably listened to this more than any other metal track, it's just because, I don't know, that that second half of the song just can get me there when it comes to working yeah. out, when it comes to driving, it's like, man, if I'm, if I'm ever like on the brink or I'm tired, I listen to the song and it just, it brings you right there, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kind of like what I was talking about earlier, like, uh, August Burns Red is one of those bands that I know about, but I've never really dug into. Um, and it, this whole month has made me realize that there's a whole side of metal that I just haven't dug into yet. And I, I missed out on for quite frankly, and I'm kind of sad about it, but you know, Again, that's the whole point of this this whole little shindig we're doing here. Um, again, I, 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 this is another one of those tracks that made me realize that, that there's a form of metal that can operate above the muck of like death and dark metal that I've been really into basically, you know, as long as I can remember. Um, going back to like, you know, middle school and early high school, when I when I found that roots uh, roots album by Sepultura, I was like, okay, I need heavier shit. And it's just been <laughs> I've just been shoveling the shit ever since then. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's just it's that instrumental you were talking about is surfer music. It's just surfer music, <laughs> but it, there's fucking screams over it, which blew my fucking mind. I was like, what the? F this shouldn't work, and I shouldn't like it, but I do. And I feel like that's a lot of the music that I listen to. It's like, if you can do something goofy and make it work, um, I'm going to like it. It doesn't really have to make sense. It's like, we, I think we all really like the dog bash and disco pick from a couple weeks ago. And that shit's fucking batshit crazy. But it works. Like, horns shouldn't work in a, like a metal song, but it does. Um, but yeah, you know that surfer instrumental leads right into a guitar solo. It's not the best guitar solo in the world, but it's just, it's just that weird little touch that I just kind of tickled my heart a little bit. And I was, I was happy to be listening to something that I just genuinely had never heard before because I don't, you know, it's, that's getting harder and harder to do the more music we listen to. So, um, 
But yeah, man, you brought the heat with some chugs this week. It's almost like we've been doing a podcast together for two years about music. So our our picks are all, are equal parts. Like I really enjoy this, but I also know that you're gonna enjoy it on a certain level. And yeah, if I can get you in on it, it's it's almost better than like me enjoying the music. If I can get you to enjoy it, that makes me feel just as good. Yeah. Um. Ready to move on mm-hmm. to my favorite song on the playlist? Yeah, um, probably the best, uh, objectively the best song on the playlist. I think so. Um, so, Threat of Your Presence by Born of Osiris. They are, Born of Osiris is now on my modern metal, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mount Rushmore. They are up there with Gojira and Ginger, I think. I think everything I've listened to them over the past year has just been excellent. It's been absolutely excellent. Um this is what metal sound this is why i talk about production value is so important because this is what metal can sound like when you don't when you stop worrying about sounding raw and you just produce a really cool sounding track like i don't know if it would sound like this live but who gives a fuck because i'm probably never going to see born of osiris live let's be honest um so i don't give a shit if it's just a studio track i it sounds awesome this is Everything hits harder. Every it sounds like everybody's playing all of their instruments with fucking, I don't know, some space instrument. It's just it's it's I don't know. It's it it I don't I'm speechless. It's got me stammering, man. I um yeah. If if old school metal is like a gnarly battle tank, Born of Osiris is a wicked alien mothership that fucking destroys worlds, and it's just they're both intimidating and they're both kind of evil, but one is just way more destructive. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, And you know, the the last like minute of this song where he finally said, you know, he says, witness the threat of your presence. And then they do that fucking awesome breakdown. And then he, it's just, it's so good, dude. There's, there's electronic elements in here, but they don't feel forced. Ah, mm, mm. Prog metal at its best. Yeah. Yeah, th- this is definitely cheating because it's not in the decade, but it's 2021. And uh, but you know what? It's it, it gets the pass because it's so darn catchy. Um, I hold on. I don't think it's cheating. You, I said it was 2010 to the present, all a lot. <laughs> we we you just decided it was just 2010s. Well, it's the decades. You know, we were holding ourselves to a nine year decade, and you know what? It's all good. 2020, 2010 to the present. That's what I'm sticking with. And I know it's not cheating because it's my podcast too. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I said you get a pass because I don't really care. I just want to, I just want to give you shit about it. Um, and and plus it's the best song on our playlist. It's brutal as hell. I love the screams. There's like electronic synth. I don't know. I don't know, but it sounds harder than synth. Normally synth takes me out of a song and this is almost like playing like a, um, to play off your like imagery just like someone in space like pounding on the on a piano like a space piano i don't know it uh it <laughs> everything's got to be space related um but yeah i love the song it's so dope and i think it's the first time we've talked about them outside of like a song of the show mm-hmm. and uh yes yeah i love it it was a great pick. Yeah, we did We did White Nile, I think is the name of the song, for a song of the show, and I fucking creamed my pants over that one, too. So, <laughs> um, I I love, love this band. This is exactly what I want metal to sound like forever. Um, so, yes, please, Born of Osiris, keep making music. I know I'm a little late to the train, but holy shit, you blew my fucking world. So, yeah. thank you. Um. So, yeah, there you have it. That's our there metal you. march through the decades.
I feel good. Plus, plus a couple years. Yeah, plus plus twenty twenty one. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I've had a lot of fun. I think the uh, the first three months we've done this this year has made it really fun. Just yeah, I think so too. Not only just like doing alliterations, but also like forcing our hand to like really do deep dives um, with the Beatles and then Feminist February, and then this. It's it's been a wild ride. So. Um, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. I don't know about you. Yeah, man. I, well, I think it's no secret that I love metal and I think it's the main reason like we decided to do a music podcast because we knew we had some sort of common thread in this realm. Um, so, uh, yeah, man, I always love, I always look forward to metal March because I always kind of fall like out of, not out of love, but I stopped listening to metal for long periods of time. So when I always come back to it, it's like a big, big fucking comfy pillow for me, man. I, I just, I don't know how anybody can not like metal. I get it, but I also don't understand it. Yeah. Because if that makes sense, like I understand, like I get that you don't want to hear screams, but I also don't understand why you don't. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's so fucking good, man. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just think people just don't give it a fair shake because they, they think it's all like Slayer or you know, just fucking noise. Um, but it's not, there's a lot of really good accessible shit here. Um, you just got to find the right place to start and then you'll eventually be listening to death and dark metal like me. Yeah. So, or, uh, whatever version of metal I listen to, there's a, there's a thousand different roads you can take. Um, let's get into songs of the show. Um, I will let you do Ben's first if you want. Okay, let me. I still have his email pulled up. Good. Uh, so Ben's song of the show is "Radio" by Rammstein. Um, I don't know. It's a that was bad German. Uh, I apologize to any German listeners out there. I think two percent of our listenership comes from Europe. So if you're German, I apologize. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, shouldn't be any surprise that uh, Benny would click with the heavy tech infused industrial metal, and, and with Louis. Uh, showed me this song during a visit to Columbus. It was such a comfort to me that know that Ramstein was still out there kicking ass. Uh, brevity has never been my strong suit, Benji, Columbus, Ohio. Um, yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. It's a Ramstein track. It's good. Um, yeah, it's a Ramstein track. It's, good. It, it's not it's as good as the it. one, uh, that became my obsession there for a few weeks. I can't even remember what it was. You remember that Ramstein? Uh, I can't remember what, it, which one it was. Yeah. I don't remember. I'll look it up here in a minute. Um, Louis says, my song of the show is Hair Trigger by Protest the Hero. Along similar lines uh, as Periphery, Uh, these dudes are masters of their instrument. It's a fast, furious song about smoking smoking cigarettes, and the vocals take it over the top. One of the best songs of the last 12 years. Couldn't agree more? Yeah, that's heavy praise from Louis, who um, listens to a lot more metal than I do, which um, is a lot. So, uh, yeah, I fucking love this pick. it's again it's the me and louis like very similar types of metal so this is going to be something i love always so um do you want me to do my pick first or do you want to go first um well i actually also have zoe oh zoe zoe has like a a weird mashup that she has been listening to and it's technically i guess not able to be put into a playlist because it's not a like a true song so someone made like a podcast and uploaded it as like a one minute song. It's a uh, cooking by the book featuring little John. It is weird and catchy and funny. 
Yeah, exactly what you would I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, Spotify did not want to open that track for me. It took no. me like three or four. It took me like three or four clicks, but it finally cooperated with me. But uh, yeah, no, I listened to it right before we hopped on here. It's 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 something for sure. It's it's <laughs> it's 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 exactly my kind of weird. So I, I I love it. Yeah, yeah. You can do your your song first. Okay. Uh, well. Again, like I said, I've been listening to music all day, and I found a Spotify compiled a list of metal covers, and on that metal covers playlist was a cover of Mambo Number no. Five, and I said, "How can you make Mambo Number no. Five metal?" And Comtron, I believe, is the name of the C O M E, not C U M Tron, which would have been funnier. They should have done that. Um, but they do. They also had a Live in La Vida Loca cover on this same playlist but this mambo number five cover is fucking wild and when i listen to it I, i've never i haven't laughed that hard in quite some time i was like this fucking works it shouldn't work but it fucking works and it's fucking weird and i love it and i had uh like i had a japanese pop rock song on here before i was like nah i gotta i gotta do this 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 isn't gonna fit anywhere else i could put that other song on any other time um it had to be this mambo number five metal cover by cumtron uh if just listen to it once or like the first 10 seconds of it you'll you get you, you get what you need out of it <laughs> right. yeah it, it was a perfect way to close up metal for you yeah <laughs> um my song on the show is uh skin the alternate universe version uh by Beartooth. uh they recently released a deluxe version of below their album from last year and they added, I think, three new songs, which are heavy as hell. And then this one, which I really enjoy when he reimagines his songs. That's the episode we did before. Um, I just I love when he reimagines it and does it in a completely different genre, just to remind us how good he would be in any genre he wanted to do. I love it. Yeah. Kind of masturbatory, but I, I've, I've uh, established that I like masturbatory things. <laughs> so, yeah. Because if you're good enough at it, it ain't bragging if it's true, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if that was his intention. Maybe, you know, just showing you, hearing the song in a different light. Because a lot of the songs from that EP we did, the live EP, just kind of open your eyes to what the songs were actually about, you know? Sure, um, sure. So, let's talk about uh, what we're doing next week. We are we're starting some interviews. We're going to be doing uh, three weeks of interviews, possibly four. Uh, we're working on a fourth one right now. Um, we've already recorded the interview with our friends from Harbor. Uh, they're a Cincinnati, Ohio band, and uh, we get to talk to them for about 45 minutes, just uh, chatting up about what they're up to and uh, upcoming shows, stuff like that. So uh, be on the lookout for that next week. Uh, go check them out. We'll put some links uh, for them on Spotify and uh, we got a couple more interviews coming up in the next couple weeks. It's pretty exciting times for us, Kev. Yeah, they're super cool dudes. Like I was, uh, I don't know, I wouldn't want to say nervous, but you know, we don't. The second time we've interviewed an artist, and the first time we both know personally, <laughs> so yeah. uh, uh, it, so that was that was a little bit less nerve wracking. But yeah, no, they were super cool. Um, I can't wait to do more. I can't wait to talk to them again. Um, maybe just have them on and do a show like a regular show with us. I think that'd be cool too, if they're down. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. excited for the next month for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Th this is, we're just trying to do something a little bit different. I, our show is kind of open-ended on what we allow ourselves to do. We don't really put restraints on what we do. So I thought it would be fun to talk to other artists and kind of 
you know, not necessarily review music and just kind of get some behind the scenes stuff because we are pretty nosy people and we just want answers. I just, yeah, I just like talking to people that make music because I can't make it, but I do love it. So yeah, I just want to know everything about it. So, uh, we, we have some people that actually like produce that are going to be coming on. So, um, it'll be, it'll be a really good time, but, yep. uh, thanks for listening guys. Um, uh, go check out our playlist on Spotify. Um, listen to all the playlists we might make i might make like a big playlist and put all our music all the music from every decade in there and kind of just make a, a huge metal march playlist for everyone if they're if they're not looking for one specific decade or they want to be surprised um i think that would be fun but um, yeah that'd be dope actually i think it would be a really cool like random listen for sure just try and figure out which one is from where um <laughs> but yeah uh check all those out on in our show notes and uh thanks for listening Check out our Instagram at Off the Beaten Cliff. Our Twitter is at Off Cliff, and uh, we're actually doing some video now. We're we've we are recording this episode. I don't know if it's going to make it to YouTube, um, but we are going to be uploading our interview with Harbor on YouTube and uh, some other stuff. So uh, we can actually plug our YouTube and our TikTok because we will be posting there now. Yay! So uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.